Blog Talk Radio. to the Shelley Wilson Show. I'm an intuitive medium, a Reiki master, and spiritual growth coach. My mission is to assist others on their own journey into consciousness and encourage them to live an authentic life through awareness and empowerment. Coming from a place of respect, truth, integrity, and love, I honor your free will and recognize that you are co-creating your reality with the universe. My intention is to bring understanding, help you to heal from the past, and realize your full potential. I invite you to begin your life in a new way and tap into your inner power as you explore who you really are. Refrain from simply existing and elect to live your life fully without regret. It is time to let go of the past, live in the present, and look to the future, for it is this attitude that will transform you. Today's special show is Drew Kelly and the mediums at large. They are going to be presenting an evening of spirit messages in a private banquet room at the Courtyard Marriott at in Saratoga Springs, New York, on Friday, June 5th from 7 to 9. So this evening is going to entail two hours of gallery-style mediumship connecting various audience members with loved ones who have passed on while providing evidence, information, and messages of love, hope, and healing. Psychic medium and healer Drew Cowley recognizes that honor, integrity, and compassion are a must when working with spirit. His goal is to raise the awareness of spirituality in a broad-based and universal manner so that all walks of life may become more in sync with their divinity, purpose, and natural intuitive self. Drew's website is drewcowley.com, and his Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash psychic medium Drew Cowley. The mediums at large are a partnership of three psychic mediums, Kathy Munson, Kim Watts, and Gina Berry, who offer gallery-style mediumship readings on a regular basis. They have trained together with nationally known mediums and have solidified their bond during spiritual journeys here and abroad. Their Facebook page is Mediums at Large. The URL is facebook.com forward slash mediums at large three. So today's special show, we're going to learn more about Drew and Kathy, Kim and Gina, their collective partnership of Mediums at Large. This will be an opportunity for them to share more about their upcoming event. They have worked together previously on a few occasions and also learn more about their journey into consciousness. So I'm going to bring them all on the line and we're going to have a conscious conversation today. So welcome everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. We're all here, aren't we? So I'm delighted, first of all, because we all met initially almost two years ago to the day in Maine when we studied with John Holland. Yeah, that's right. Yep, I remember that like it was yesterday. Yes, and it's been two years. That's the whole crazy thing about this linear aspect of time, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Well, I want to learn more about each one of you, and so I'm going to go ahead and start with the ladies first, Drew, and we're going to start with Kathy. So, Kathy, I would love to share here and for you to share as you're guided to more about you and your journey into consciousness. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Shelley, for having us on the show. We really appreciate that and feel very blessed to be here today to talk to you and everyone else out there. As you heard, my name is Kathy Munson. I started connecting with spirits when I was a young child. Um, That's pretty much how my story goes. Spirits and animals, actually. I'm a psychic medium, healing facilitator, and animal communicator. Those are just some of the things that I do. And through my journey of expanding and reconnecting, at some point when I was 13 years old, I closed the spirit side of what I did down. The psychic part continued to stay, and the animal part continued to stay. Um, But unfortunately, talking to spirits was just not where I was for a long period of time. And then later in life, they started to come back and started to reconnect with me. And I started to find more and more that this was the the path that I wanted to, um, where my voice actually wanted to go at that period of time. I was a professional singer for many years. And so I always tell people that knew me then that I'm using my voice in a different way now. Yeah, I love it. My voice as to where God guides me to go for me. Um, And basically where I come from is just just sitting with spirits, sitting with God um, and being guided as to what he wants me to do and where he'd like my life path to go. And in the process of doing that and taking wonderful courses from amazing teachers across the states and also over in Europe, I met up with my two two soul sisters and many others, but two soul sisters that became very important to me. Um, and we keep saying that Drew's a soul sister, too, but I don't know how much he likes that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so um, Kim and Gina, you know, we met, and from the first moment that we met, we knew that we were connected, and we knew that we were like-minded souls and that, you know, that this definitely was going to be a journey that we were going to all take together at some point. And, and for me, I feel very blessed in doing so and very blessed to honor spirit in such an amazing, magical way, you know. So and meeting people like you and, of course, connecting with Drew as much as we can. And, yeah, it's 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 a wonderful journey. So that's where I am right at this point. Well, beautiful. And, you know, as you were talking, Kathy, I just kept getting, getting chills. And spirit gives me these chills when it's truth and it's power. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing is, too, when we know what our truth is, when we know what feels right to us, even though, as you said, you used your voice in one manner and now you're still using that voice, but it's in a different way. It's still doing God's work. It's still doing spirit's work. And I think that, of course, is very empowering not only to yourself but to those around you. And in the same sense, joining together as a collective, there is power in numbers, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people, too, and and I'm saying this because I'm fully aware of it, but there's a lot of people that go into that competitive mode. And to me, you know, let's forego the competition. Let's collaborate. Let's work together because, once again, we are all one of the same consciousness. We're all of the same energy. And when we help someone else, we're actually helping ourselves. And to me, those people that that are more competitive, they, they don't understand that point, do they? No, they don't. And actually, that's a good point that you bring up because we've we've actually gotten that question as to how the three of us work together, and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. We're all so open, and we really truly are sisters, you know, under the skin, the three of us. And mm-hmm. and you know, again, when you're in this, when when we do what we do, it's not about us. You know, it's it's moving us out of the way in order to let spirit come through, and that's what it's about. It's about the the, the connections that we have with the spirits on the other side, sitting for them, speaking for yes. them, getting yes. their message across as positively as we can and as and to the best of our ability. That's the importance. It's not about us. Of course, it's not about beautiful. us. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Gina, I would love for you to share more about you and your journey. 
Thank you, Shelley. And um, as <clears throat> Kathy already said, I'm delighted to be here today and just grateful to you for sharing this forum with us. And uh, my journey is somewhat similar to Kathy's in that as a young child, I was very mediumistic. I was the child who would provide, quote, ghost tours in the neighborhood and point out where I was feeling spirit and what have you. And I also um, did communicate with animals that were essentially my own animals, not necessarily in a formal capacity. And then when I started going to school and had to deal more with analytical matters, it seemed to have shut down a bit, although I did often have insights that seemed unusual for a child of my age, that sort of thing. And then there was a family member. He wasn't actually a family member, but he was like a family member. He lived with us for about 20 years, and he was, I called him my surrogate grandfather. And when he passed away, I could hear him so clearly that I could no longer deny the spirit side of life and my ability to hear. And it was then that I started on the journey and really started looking into how would I develop the gift that I had been given. And um, I started with, you know, a little weekend course. And um, from there it turned into uh, more training, again, with mediums across the country and also training in, in England. Um, and essentially, the you know, the rest is history. I met Kathy and Kim along the way, as Kathy explained, and we've decided to form mediums at large and again so that we can provide messages and of healing, of love, and and we do that so that we are uh, helping the general public and those on the spirit side of life more so than for ourselves. But it's been just a tremendous journey working with these ladies, and um, I, I really couldn't be more blessed. Now, along the way, I did take a bit of a detour, of course, and um, I'm also a practicing attorney in Massachusetts and in Connecticut. And funny enough, I my practice centers on estate planning and um, estate administrations, so I think I was always drawn to the spirit side yeah. of life. And, yeah, and then part of that, uh, the another part of that detour is that I also started working in estate planning for people with pets. And so growing from there, I started a 501c3 charity, uh, a nonprofit horse sanctuary that provides for elderly horses and disabled horses and provides a youth program for, for children in the area and what have you. And so I'm... I, it, those those two practices, the the law practice and then also having the sanctuary, have essentially dovetailed into um, me using skills that I've gained there um, mm -hmm. as a medium. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and and I just love you know the aspects too of, of balancing that analytical side, the left brain with the right brain, creative side, and bringing it all together. And for the listeners, I do want to mention your website for the nonprofit is joyofjasper.org, and you also have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash joyofjasper. So I, I do recognize, you know, spirit has this beautiful way of, of bringing people into one another's lives, but also bringing animals and opportunities and experiences. And regardless, it, they're all there for all of us to learn and to grow from. I would absolutely agree with that, and I think it's important to remain open to the signs and the coincidences and the different experiences, and I think sometimes we rush through our lives and we don't slow down to take a moment and, and really pay attention to what's being shown to us, 
Mm-hmm. And so, um, especially in, in my life, the, the horse sanctuary is where I slow down yes. and and receive a lot of um, food for my soul, as we yes. say. It's probably a form of meditation for you as well, isn't it, Gina? Sure. It is, and it's funny that you would say that because I've often said that I don't have much of a formal meditation practice. And I realized just about a month or so ago that there are many things that I do that are actually forms of informal meditation, mm-hmm. and working with the horses is absolutely a form of informal meditation. Yes, well, just to me, even the idea of brushing them, of, of talking mm-hmm. to them, of being with them, to me that has to be a form of meditation, of connection. You're absolutely correct, and it's one of the most amazing connections you can make. Beautiful. Well, Kim, we would love to hear more about your journey. Good afternoon. Um, hello, soul sisters and brothers. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, you know, I like to say that for a very long time I was consciously unconscious. Um, I've always seemed to have this sense of not feeling like I was where I was supposed to be or, or I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I searched for a very long time for what my true purpose was. Um, my story is very much like, oh, most of us um, that serve spirit, um, I've, it was at a very young age because um, we're born with uh, um, no prejudices. And so I remember a, um, a really profound incident at the age of four years old. Um, and it's a very, very vivid, I can see it right in my mind, that um, I remember on my fourth birthday, um, looking down at my arms and legs, we were outside, it was, I was born in August, and saying, oh, I'm here. And I never knew what that really meant until not that long ago that I had this where I came into my body. Um, and then as life went on, we were told what we were supposed to see and what we're supposed to think and how we're supposed to feel. And so I put away a lot of my, my intuitive abilities um, and my connection with spirit. But the whole time, uh, um, even at a very young age, all of my jobs or the things that I were interested in were serving people, helping people in the medical field, making people look better in the cosmetology field. I'm also a hairdresser, um, a nursing student, I, a medical assistant. Um, I even sold Mary Kay. Um, in lingerie, so whatever it was that I was doing, it was always to help people to look and feel better. Wow. Um, and yes, and so I didn't realize that that's what my pattern was um, for a very long time. And when I look back and reflect upon that time, I really was doing what I was supposed to do at that time. Um, but I always felt like I had a greater purpose, but I didn't know what that greater purpose was. Um, and because I didn't follow, listen to spirit and listen to the signs, um, I was working in the medical field, and um, it, I was sucking up everybody's energy and so empathic that I was even feeling their illnesses. Um, and I had what I call um, an awakening where I came into my consciousness. I became very critically ill. It's like one of those, I call it like a cosmic two-by-four in the head or, you know, like dish spirit says, wake up. And um, so it was through that um, experience that I realized that spirit made me aware that I am not working and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. 
I'm not a serving spirit. Um, and I feel very blessed because that is my happy place. Beautiful. Um, yes, it is my happy place. And coming from a place of love allows us as a group and as and for myself to really be able to clearly see the people for who they are and what they need. I'm better seeing for other people than I am myself sometimes. Sometimes we have those blinders on. Um, but I learn so much serving spirit um, in the mediumship aspect. Um, I learn so much about myself. I, the messages, the ones I do remember, are so profound that they, they stay with me. Um, and I journal them down because, you know, for reminders, because it's not, you never stop learning. You never stop That's learning. For sure, stop. for sure. And so not only are you connecting with spirit, working with spirit, helping others, but this is all about your own evolution as well because I totally recognize that, you know, each day we're changing, we're evolving, we're growing, whether it's the experiences we're having, the people we're encountering, the work that we do. I know that we touch people's lives, but in that same sense, their experiences are touching our lives as well. So I know how important that is. Well, Drew, I would love for you to share more about you. And and for the listeners, Drew and I also do a regular series, Spirit Sessions with Drew and Shelley. And so you may or may not be familiar, but I am opening for Drew to share more about him as well during this time. Sure. Hey, everybody. Hello. (laughs) Um, It's funny having so many people on the line. I... um, for me, it's very similar in certain respects to each person, but overall what I remember is, you know, being a regular guy and a regular kid, um, I just remember, you know, I was always called, like, you're too sensitive, you're too sensitive. And I remember being really young, like, I wasn't one of those people that saw spirit walking around. I just remember vividly having a feeling and a sensation that there was so much more in that we're just missing it. And I wasn't sure, I couldn't put my finger on it per se. But I do remember asking my mom certain questions like, um, you know, mom, like where would I be if I'm not here? Like, or where would I be if I wasn't born? Like I I wanted to go like back before I was born. Like, where did I come from? Like I didn't understand it and I wanted to understand it. And I remember her looking at me just going, you know, you're really special. (laughs) Because I would ask like questions that she just could not possibly answer. And, And as I got older into my teens, it definitely shut off. Um, and I was kind of a wild teenager. Um, and I think a lot of that was me, maybe not purposefully or consciously, but under the surface I was really pushing that sensitivity away and trying to, you know, um, for me it wasn't much that I did halfway. I kind of did everything all or nothing. And <clears throat> it took me to a lot of different places. You know, I, I went, um, I traveled across the country. By the time I was 22 I had been in probably like 30 different states Um, I really couldn't, like Kim was talking about, everything that I did, I wanted to be around people and work with people, but it just wasn't, and I wasn't looking for, oh, this is the perfect job, but I just just felt like I just missed my calling, and I wasn't sure how or why, and I went to school, and then I I wouldn't finish, and then I would go back, and every time I I had, like, this new inspiration. So in short, you know, I just remember a lot of what I would talk about was, like, you know, I feel like, and as a guy, you know, I remember people saying, stop talking about how you feel. 
and to me, it was like just very natural to be like, well, I feel like that's not going to happen, or I feel like I, I was very aware of the intuitiveness, but I, I just assumed that that was kind of like everybody had it, just people just didn't weren't aware of it, or I was a little more aware of it, or I, I really can't put my finger on it. When I was 24, I ended up, I was dating somebody, and I remember, you know, we were in Hoboken, New Jersey, and um, we were having lunch, and she, we were getting to know each other, and she started explaining stuff about, like, how her father passed, and blah, blah, blah. and all of a sudden, I just felt this warmth come over me, and I grabbed her hand, and I was like, you know, your father says that you have his hands, and there's this green box in the garage, blah, blah, blah. And she just started crying. And I remember, she's like, how did you do that? And I'm looking at her like, what? Like, it, it just, it was kind of like, you know, I'm going to finish my beer and just finish my wings. <laughs> like, I, I just didn't really get it. And I almost like, in my mind, I was I must have made that up. And she's like, no, you were right. Blah, blah. And I just kind of, I didn't even remember that until I had that the reawakening when I was, in my, I guess I was like 34. Um, and it kind of, until I really started looking at my life and going, you know, when did this kind of rear its head? Like, where, where did this come from? That was one of those aha moments. But again, I had to look back in hindsight. So it was always there, but um, I really lived a good life. I mean, I ended up going into the military and then I, I got out and I ended up starting a business, and that was basically what took all of my time. And in a short period of time, I ended up having an eight-month um, stillbirth, and then we, um, my wife and I also went through the loss of my mom, and then my brother-in-law had committed suicide. And it was just this devastating period of time. So right shortly after that, I started cleaning up my life. I was praying every day, and my sister put me in touch with a psychic. And this psychic was basically giving me all this information, like, you're going to do yoga, and I was like, come on now. <laughs> you know, it just wasn't in the agenda. I'm 6'2", 250. It just wasn't something that, you know, I was going to go lift weights. So <clears throat> shortly after that, about six months after that, she was right about 80% of what she said. So I call her up uh, six months later, and I started talking to her, and I'm like, you know, you were right. What else do you see? And as we are talking, she kept referring to my guides. And I just was like so taken back by that. I'm like, what do you mean? I have guides? Like, I really didn't understand anything about the concept other than it wasn't for me. It was other people that had this. Some of them are delusional, but I'd been to psychics, like on the boardwalk and whatnot, that were spot on. So I believed in it, but it wasn't something that was part of my daily life or part of my mental awareness, if you will. And um, she was like, look, you know, you're supposed to meet your guides. Because I was like, well, give me their names. And then eventually, basically, I sat that night and meditated, and this presence came up and what I had seen literally was a waterfall coming down, and instead of the river flowing away from it, the river was flowing into the waterfall, which is something that I wouldn't have made up in my mind, so I knew that it was significant. And this man walks right out of the water and walks right up to me, like eyeball to eyeball, and it looked like me but like a thousand years ago. Like, I can't explain it. And I almost fell out of the chair. I, can't, I woke up, or I came out of the meditation, and I remember... I looked at my dog, and I'm like, all right, Tyler, time for bed. Like, I was going to dismiss it. I thought I was dreaming. And I turn around, and there were all these faces in the windows. And it was just a bizarre, like, from there, I, I, we don't have enough time, but it was just, for me, I wouldn't have been able to, I would have dismissed it again unless I saw what I saw. And these faces were um, 
very loving but kind of stoic and powerful. And I took pictures. I drew them. I actually went to a therapist a couple of days later. I'm like, tell me you can see these pictures because I need someone else to validate it. And I was scared to tell anyone else about it because I was li- literally considering maybe locking myself up or getting help or treatment. I, I really thought that I was losing my mind. And and I was scared because it was so vivid and I, I it was so beautiful, but it was so mystical. Like, it was just like, I'm like, this can't be real. So that really began like this part of my life. And and the more that I looked in the United States and around me, people were telling me I had a hole in my aura, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that. Before you go in the grocery store, do circles around your head, like all sorts of crazy stuff that didn't really resonate with me. But I was, I, so basically I was getting more and more afraid. And I didn't want to live in fear. I'm like, I can't walk around and be in fear all day. I can't do it. And I was just so open that I was, I spent a significant amount of time getting readings from other psychics to see what was real and what wasn't. And then eventually one thing led to another, and I ended up going to England to Arthur Finley College um, because I needed evidence. I needed someone to tell me, I have your grandma here. Her name was Mary. She died of cancer. I didn't want somebody to say, there's an angel next to you, and she says, you know, she loves you. Like, I, that wouldn't have done it for me. So I needed real substantial evidence. So as I started developing and really getting into it, I noticed like I didn't have to work on getting names or getting this or getting that. Things were just coming naturally. But I also learned that it's not in my control. I learned that it's very important to realize that I have to go with the flow and that I can't go up to somebody on the street. So like I learned all sorts of things about ethics um, and it didn't always work when I wanted it to work. And the other big thing that I learned was I didn't want to be a walking oracle. I did not want to be, even though I went from AM to satellite radio, literally, um, <laughs> the messages were making sense to people and all that. But I thought that I could, it could work for anybody, and that wasn't the case. Like for my sister and brother, it's very difficult for me to read them. So there's so much that I, I learned, and it made me look inward even more. And that really is the basis of what this is about for me. And when it happened, like everybody pretty much was saying that they kind of were drawn to certain things with the mediums at large were saying, it was like, you know, each of them were drawn to certain things in their life that led to more openings or more opportunities to work with spirit and and basically surrender to, you know, God's will. And for me, it, it kind of, it's the same thing. I knew when this, when this experience happened to me, and the opening happened that it was homecoming. I, I, was, I literally was like, oh, this is why I'm here. And it was really bizarre because this is not on my radar. This was not on my radar. And today I was just teaching a, a thing on uh, meditation and prayer, and everybody in the class was like, you know, you don't look like a psychic. And But it, it's kind of like I feel like I can also touch people that maybe other people won't be able to touch because I am, you know, up until I was 34, 35, I was just – you know, a regular guy. Did, this wasn't part of, you know, anything that I was studying or looking at. Um, I think there was, a, in the back of my mind, an awareness, but not to the extent that I could actually tune in. And then, now, my beliefs, are, you know, constantly are evolving. And I think as much as it's an inner journey, it's also part of my journey is to help other people turn on that light bulb, especially in their heart and inside, so that they can, you know, maybe touch other people with their light. And that's yes. really what it's all about for me. Yes, and, and here we are. And, you know, hearing you share your story, Drew, you know, I, I recognize, 
you know, normal guy, everything like that. And, and you know, we're all pretty normal looking and um, in comparison to sometimes how the media portrays in the movies and sure. such with, with that psychic fortune teller or medium aspect even. But I think that's part of why we're here, too, is to educate people, to heighten their awareness, um, to, to recognize that, you know, this is a normal, uh, people are normal. And, you know, what I love, too, is how everyone has had all these experiences, these um, jobs, positions, education, whatever it may be, but all of it prepares us for this moment, what we are doing in this moment. And then where this moment leads us to is that next moment. So we're about halfway through the show, and I want to mention once again that Drew and the Mediums at Large, which is a, a collaboration of Gina, Kim, and Kathy, they're going to be together in Saratoga Springs, New York on June 5th. The seating is limited to 40, so it is encouraged to go ahead and purchase your tickets in advance. You can go to Drew's website, drewcalley.com. You can also go to brownpapertickets.com and click on the Summer Soiree. And it's important to remember this evening is going to be two hours of gallery-style mediumship where they will connect various audience members with loved ones who have passed on while providing evidence, information, and messages of love, hope, and healing. Please remember, too, that your, your attendance does not guarantee a message, but as with many of the group readings, your presence there is, in essence, a divine appointment. So many times you will glean something from another person's response. So at this time, I would love for each of you, I know we want to, want to take a moment, and, and first of all, is there anything that anyone would like to add about this upcoming event? And Drew, I'll start with you. Sure. No, that's perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, with Tina, Kim, and Kathy, I, you know, met them between Arthur Family College in England and some courses here in the Northeast, kind of like meeting you, Shelley, at between John Holland, but courses like that. And, um, you know, Part of the development of mediumship and of psychism for me and of this soul evolution has been meeting wonderful people. And, you know, we used to kind of joke and talk about, hey, let's try doing something. And, and they ended up coming to Jersey. They were there on a course of the journey within. They ended up coming to my house and we did like a, a circle, which is kind of like a meditation and some messages with some of the people that I knew and that had been coming to a separate meditation group. And it was really like a lot of fun. And we, we kept talking about, oh, you know, we're going to have to do something. And I, living in Jersey, it was just a little far for me in my mind to go up to Massachusetts or, or for them to come down unless they were coming down for something. So in short, they, when I moved up to Saratoga, they invited me out for these two events that they did at the Blue Bonnet, um, I guess, a diner or restaurant. And it was like a banquet hall in the, in the side or in the back. And it was beautiful. Like you cannot create or fake chemistry. And when we, the first one we did, I remember like, because I'm like, well, well how are we going to do this? You know, and we're like, oh, well, it'll work. And it really was a beautiful night. Each of us would get specific communicators for certain people, and at the end, we would all come together and kind of connect with one person, and each of us would have different reference points. So we would each get different information and evidence and messages from that communicator. And it was just, it, I mean, I was amazed that it could work so beautifully. And the having the fact that the three, the meetings at large work together consistently on their own and me coming, I was kind of the outsider and they really welcomed me in. And like we were talking about that in the beginning, we didn't, you know, you don't, you don't see that you do get in this industry, you do get that competitive edge. You do get people that are, it's, and to me, it's really insecurity. 
you get insecurity with a bit of ego and people don't want to be outshined or they, you know, they get nervous about this or that. And I never even was aware of that kind of stuff working with the mediums at large. And that was a beautiful thing to me. And so for me to reciprocate and have them back out here in Saratoga to do it at the Courtyard Marriott, um, downtown Saratoga on, on a almost summer eve on a Friday night, June 5th, I think it'll be beautiful. And, and to me, just to be able to give back and be in the energy with other mediums where it just seemed like a natural flow. And every, each of us has our own magic and our own specialty and has our own way of doing it. It's a beautiful thing for the audience, too, because the audience, you know, there's certain mediums that I'm drawn to, whether or not, I, I don't know exactly why, but there's a medium for everyone out there. And I feel like having the four of us up there doing it really brings it full circle where you get an array of different styles. You get all sorts of personalities that come through, things like that. And I I really trust and know that it's going to be a beautiful evening. So I'm really looking forward to it. Sounds great. Well, Gina, I would love for you to share more um, about your work with the mediums at large and, and also, in addition, anything that you would like to share. Well, I think Drew did a really good job of explaining the the synergy that goes into working with multiple mediums. I I think we've all been to a demonstration of mediumship with the one medium who is up for the entire night. And, you know, we've sat through that. And um, usually, you know, it's a great night. But when when you incorporate more than one medium, like Drew said, it's sort of like there's a medium for everyone. And so even if someone is not resonating with one medium there's going to be three others that they may you know that they may feel more connected to and we do all have um, our own knowledge base and since mediumship and the spirit world uses our knowledge base in order to bring messages through we do tend to get very different communicators but at the same time like I often will bring through folks who've had connections to animals or um, folks who've you know rescued animals in particular so that comes through quite a bit or what have you and so you'll see it, it with us as we're working together I do see that we do have um, our own styles and our own patterns and our own communicators that we tend to communicate with but like Drew said when it comes together it's just really incredible and I feel exceptionally blessed to have found the partners that I found. And with Drew, I laugh and I say, you know, we went all the way to England to find a Jersey boy. You know, like how did that happen? You know? (laughs) But but spirit works in in miraculous ways. And, um, I mean, it's really what I found is that even, so say we're in a link and, and that link may be, um, isn't as strong as we'd like or, or the spirit is having difficulty bringing through, the other mediums will actually provide additional energy and and strengthen that link and provide more energy to the spirit communicator and to the medium. And so that's something that you just don't often, you won't see when you have a medium who's working by themselves. So if they right. have a communicator that, that's faltering, the, the communicator just falters, whereas with us, um, we're able to add more energy and, and to bring that communicator through more fully. And so that's what I find is really incredible. And, yes, in working with all of them, um, it is a, it's a collaborative spirit. The, the competition just doesn't exist. Um, and so it's really just been, been wonderful. And like I say, I can't say, I can't express in words how blessed I feel to have these partners. Beautiful. And, and just for the listeners as well, you use the term knowledge base. 
and how I reference that is frame of reference or what is stored in our brain. So the experiences that we've had, what we're aware of, you know, obviously in addition to the animals, you would be familiar with uh, anything related to legal matters. And so that's going to be in, in that area. As with Kathy, of course, there's going to be knowledge of music more than likely coming into her awareness. And then with Kim, there will be some nursing aspect and, and maybe even hairstyles or things like that. So whatever's in their frame of reference, that's going to, you know, Spirit's going to use that to work with that. And two, just to remind the listeners as well, Drew and I have talked many times in spirit sessions talking about, you know, what it is like to work as a medium. So by you indicating, you know, utilizing the spirit, um, bringing this energy together to, to help bring through the communicator and to help the reader bring through that information as well, too, it does take a lot of energy, so to speak, on both sides, both for the reader as well as for the recipient or the sitter. And so that is something important to remember. So working in groups, it's going to help with that energy as well. So I've definitely Kathy, found that to be the case. Yeah. Yes, yes, because it, it is, I know for myself, I've done um, two to three hour events by myself, and i much rather have someone with me because it, it does um, take a less of drain on me versus um, balancing that energy out and working together. Yeah, like, sure. I'm sorry, Shelly, like when we uh-huh. worked out in Oklahoma City, it was the same thing. It was like you would get somebody that would be different than what I would get, and we would go back and forth, and I think... You know, like Gina was saying, you know, you can't force that kind of synergy. So I really do feel like a very spiritual connection to everybody here. Yes, and I I no doubt feel it as well. And, and, you know, I'm grateful that, you know, the the platform of John Holland's class is what brought us together initially. And, you know, it it is just amazing, too, when, when we spend that time in reflection. And this is not just for ourselves but this may be for anyone listening. Pay attention to who or what comes into your awareness. Pay attention to the circumstances around it. Remember not to necessarily see it through your human eyes, but see it from that higher soul perspective. And and sometimes people may be in your life for a very short time, and sometimes they may circle back around and come back in. But irregardless, I trust and firmly believe that they're in your life for a reason. And so pay attention. Absolutely. So, Kathy, I agree with that. Yes. Well, yeah. Kathy, I would would love for you to share more as well, not only about how you work or about your own practice, anything that you're guided to share. Well, you know, it's interesting what you're talking about is, you know, spirit will definitely use what we know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, G- Gina can tell you we get a lot of songs. So, and I'm not opposed to just start singing. <laughs> you know, like I'm hearing this song, and of course I have to sing it because for me that's that just speaks to me. Yeah. But they also know everything you've done throughout the day. Like they know they're coming before you know they're coming. Mm-hmm. You know, and same thing with if it's somebody coming through for you specifically, they know you're coming before you know you're coming. <laughs> you know, so I try to let people know that. And you know, talking about signs, I mean, the universe is just such an amazing place to be right now with the energy that we're in because there's so many signs continuing. I mean, I write a blog called Signs from Heaven on angelmessenger.net, and it's it's amazing, amazing the experiences that I've had, and, and you're absolutely 100% correct that people need to pay attention because it's not just about animals communicating with us or the universe communicating with us. It's about spirits on the other side. I mean, I have seen and heard some amazing stories. You know, amazing stories. I mean, I can, just to share an example of my own, my mom's here with me right now, and there's, 
I'm sitting in her room because I'm living at her house. My mother just passed away last year, the end of last year. And so I can feel her, and I said, okay, Mom, if you're here, you know, there's this little thing hanging from the ceiling. I said, make make this move, and, and it just started swinging like crazy. And I was like, like a pendulum. okay, well, there we go. <laughs> you know, there we go, because they will. If you ask and, and they're there and you're open to receiving what, what you've asked for, you know, it's amazing what can happen if you just allow yourself to be open to it. You know, they're not going to scare you. They loved you. Of course. You know, and that's one thing that I get to is I don't want them to come through and scare me. I'm like, well, they're not going to scare you. Did they scare you in this lifetime? <laughs> you know. Um, I'm um, <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, we can't help, you know, some, you know, you've got some a grandfather who was very, um, I'm going to speak thinking of my own, you know, he was a very interesting man. You know, I, mm-hmm. I know now being the age that I'm at now, but I will tell you, as a kid, he petrified me. <laughs> you know, like I didn't really want to talk to him because, you know, he was very gruff and very, you know, that kind of feeling. And so, but now, you know, being, again, being at the age that I'm at now, I appreciate it. And he has come through for me in, in readings, which just amazes me, um, with some really loving information, you know. So it's it's kind of amazing. It's such a healing process when we do what we do. And I think that's what continues to blow me away. And just the fact that, I mean, just the life that I'm living, it, it totally blows me away. You know, the things that I'm doing now. I mean, I had people tell me, like Jew was sharing before, I, I've been to many readers because I've always been so curious about them. Never thought I would be on this path. Never thought I would be one of them, so to speak. And it just, it's just amazing. I mean, just amazing. Um, and to be with such like-minded souls and and get the respect, you know, with mediums at large, it goes much deeper than us getting together and sharing spirit messages. I mean, we are there in life for each other as well as on stage for each other. When, like Gina was saying, when the energy starts to get low, you know, the first thing Kim and I do is start moving energy and start sending energy to whoever's up there so that the link can stay strong so that they can, it, it's just that support that we do for each other. And the same thing with Drew, and the, when the energy gets low, you just you just sit there and you start sending energy out and the love out to them, you know, allowing spirit again to come through us to send that energy. So it, it's an amazing process. I mean, it's an amazing process and what I've learned and how my life has expanded and even just going through my own personal year of last year, <clears throat> you know, they've they've truly been there for me. You know, truly, truly been there for me as as loving sisters, and it's it's a blessing. You know, it's it's a blessing to have that around you. Of course, it is. So. And you know, I, I just I want to add to that too because, you know, we recognize who we were before we woke up, and then we realize how our life is now that we are awake. And you know, for many of us, we are very sensitive beings. And even growing up, we may not have realized that full capacity of the sensitivity until we were awake. And when I use the word awake, I'm using referencing our spiritual awakening. And the thing is, is it is so very important to have people in our life that are there to support us, encourage us, whether it's relationships, personal relationships, uh, colleagues, you know, business relationships, whatever it may be, we definitely need those people. And so obviously then with the, the media set at large, those needs are filled to all capacities. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, how could we get through if we didn't have support in some way? You know, support from spirit is always there. We know that. We know unconditional love is always there. We know that. Even when we go through our lifetime and maybe we're not quite there or we're not in a space where where consciously we can believe that right now. But when we get to that space, you know, we realize that it's, you know, there has to be some spirit coming through somebody here on this plane. And and Mm -hmm. I have met and been blessed to meet several earth angels, as I call them, you know, and Kim and Gina and Drew, all of them, and you too, Shelley, are, are all are all that. 
you know, all that. So it's just it's a blessing. It is a blessing, and that's the best way to sum it up. Well, Kim, I would love for you to share some more as as you're guided to. I know Drew and Gina and Kathy have all shared, so as you're guided to share more about your work or about working with the mediums at large. Yes. Um, I I keep being told to tell the story how the name Mediums at Large came to be as Mediums at Large, and I got goosebumps. My truth chills. So that's the valid. Um, Yes, yes. So they're thanking me now. Thank you. And um, I just feel that um, when this whole thing started, as I say, um, and it started from the John Holland it all I really feel like it was really connected to the John Holland connection and I'm going to sh- tell you why it's a very, I'm going to try to be short about it I had signed up for I w- had wanted to go to the John Holland course and spoke to the woman that's in charge and she didn't think I had enough <clears throat> excuse me experience um so I did not sign up for that John Holland class um then some, I call her my spiritual yenta, who kind of helped me to um, get on this path, insisted that I needed to go, and she told me to let them know that she felt that I was ready for it and that I could do take that class because it was um, it was for people who were um, who have sat in circle and were had experience, and mm-hmm. I had no no experience whatsoever, um, so I was a rookie. And I, so I asked again if I could do it and gave, emailed her and said that, you know, this person who knows you said that I, I, I could do this, the class would be good for me. Um, and she emailed me back and said there's 10 people on the waiting list. But I knew I was going to go. And, um, and I said to her, well, that's, and so I had called her, and she says, well, there's 10 people on the waiting list, so it's going to be a long way to go before it gets to you. I said, yeah, well, I know that I'm meant to go. I said, because some, because I know I'm going. And I had told Gina that when we were at Circle in church, because we sat in Circle together. That's actually how I met Gina. And I kept saying, I know I'm meant to go, and somebody's going, something's going to happen. Somebody's going to get sick. Somebody's not going to be able to make it, and I will be the one. And about three weeks before the class was going to happen, I got an email from Marilyn, and she said that um, there was an opening if I wanted it to take. And, and of course so, you did. <laughs> yes, I did, because I knew I was being told and led there because I told I was being told that something big was going to happen from this, something very big. And mm-hmm. I kept getting that over and over again. And so um, I went, but I did not go with Kathy and Gina. They had gone um, together separately. Like we weren't, we knew each other, but we didn't spend a lot of time together working together. We sat in circle at church and at various classes. Um, so I saw them there, and we started hanging out. And Kathy said to the other girls that were with her, is she on the bus? And I knew exactly what she was talking about. And I said, yes, I'm on that bus. Um, and, and jokingly, you know, I talked about the, mug, the bus and, you know, and driving the bus all over the place. We were going to drive the bus all over the place was what we were talking about. So when we were deciding on the name Mediums at Large, um, we wanted it to, we didn't want, we don't want to be a name. We don't want an ego-centered person. We don't want to be 
Kimberly Watts, medium, psychic, healer. We don't want our name in lights, you know, so to speak, because we are serving spirit. And it is spirit that's doing the work. We are just the vessels. And the beauty in our name is is because we work together so synergistically, we also knew that we wanted to travel and and serve for other spirit in other places for people in need. And we also wanted to bring other mediums in with us. So that was our vision, is to have other mediums to work with us because we're all working for the same boss. <laughs> right. Um, you know, the same greater divine spirit. And um, I feel very blessed to be on that bus with those two wonderful ladies Um and it was just amazing to me how that all happened. And, you know, there's always, I would never have known that I would be doing platform mediumship. I knew that I would be doing readings or something to that sort. But every time I asked during meditation, my spirit guides, they would tell me just to trust and have faith. So that's what I always am told when I ask a question. They always say to me, trust and have faith. And, you know, I've learned to live by that. Um, because sometimes you just don't need to know because you're not ready at that moment to hear what is is needed or what is going to happen. That's exactly right. Well, that's a great story. And, you know, once again, we have to trust that we're in the right place at the right time having the experiences we are intended to have. So no doubt you had this knowingness of you would be in the class, and, and therefore there's the ripple effect, and here we are in this moment having a conscious conversation about the upcoming event that Drew and Mediums at Large are offering June 5th in Saratoga Springs. So this is going to be a great opportunity, listeners, once again, for you to see these fantastic mediums work together. They're all heart-centered, and they're definitely all about offering you those messages of love and hope and evidence so that you can receive that message from your loved ones. So everyone, we have just a little bit of time left, and I would like for once again each one of you to individually just share a word of wisdom, a a, a few sentences, whatever it may be that you would love to leave the listeners with, as well as your Facebook page and your website, anything that you want to share so that the listeners can find you individually. I know that Kim also talked about the collective mediums at large, so I would love for one of you to be the spokesperson for that as well. So, Drew, how about we start with you? Sure. Um, for me, I, I just um, my website is uh, drewcally.com, D-R-E-W-C-A-L-I.com. And you can find me at facebook.com forward slash psychic medium, Drew Cally. Um, you know, I, I guess for me the most important thing is that if you're drawn to mediumship or to mediums or to spirit or to receiving messages – you really should follow it because like we were talking about earlier, you know, there's a medium for everyone. There's also, you know, certain events that I've been drawn to in my life where like with mediums at large, you know, and meeting, you know, the four of you at um, various classes and sometimes being surprised. Like I think I saw Gina on a trans course that I didn't expect, you know, I, I think anything can happen if you're really open and willing. So for me, you know, sometimes it's just as simple as being willing to be willing, 
You know, I mean, I, I think sometimes we can want to know the outcome and we want to know the future. I think it's equally, if not more important, to experience the now in the getting to the destination, if there is one. Um, I think it's more important that we experience what we experience and learn what we learn and embrace that instead of constantly wanting to know the future. But if you're drawn to an event like this one in Saratoga Springs, I really, really hope you come out because this is going to be a high-energy event, and we have a lot of fun, and as emotional as it can get, we do keep it quite light, and we do bring in the sense of humor, and we have such a good, like it was said, the perfect word is synergy, that, um, you know, the, the flow, is, it, it just goes by so quickly, and it's like we want to get to everybody, but we obviously can't. Um, so I, I just say, you know, be willing to look inward, and if you're drawn to an event, go. You never know what can happen. That's all I have. Thank you. Beautiful. And, Kim, I would like for you to share any information for them to locate you individually as well as a word of wisdom. Um, again, we are at Mediums at Large. Um, we're developing our website as we speak, um, and that has been quite a challenge <laughs> since we're also busy individually as well as um, with Mediums at Large. Um, so we are on um, uh, Mediums at Large at forward slash Facebook, um, it's Facebook.com, sorry, forward slash mediums at large three. Um, and if you just Google us uh, or just put us in the, in the search bar, you'll find us. Um, my The favorite thing I try to do is always keep my heart open and to trust and have faith and to try to live without any fear. And so my favorite saying, I heard it somewhere, and I don't, I'm not quite sure where I heard it, but the quote is, if you had nothing to fear and nothing to lose, how would you act and what would you choose? So when I find myself trying to come to a decision or to be guided, I think of that thought. Um, and it really helps me to be able to move forward instead of being stuck in that fear because fear really does keep us back. And we have to let go and trust and have faith that God and Spirit will guide us. And if we keep our ears open and our heart open, we will hear and see, feel everything that we need at that time. Most definitely. Beautiful. Well, Gina, what would you like to say to the listeners? Any words of wisdom as well as how the listeners may contact you? Um, So I certainly can be contacted through the Mediums at Large page on Facebook. And... um, I was actually thinking when I was thinking what are my words of wisdom, exactly what Drew said about experiencing the now. Um, But what I want to add to that is in my law practice um, and as a medium, um, we come across a lot of people who are experiencing grief. They've lost a loved one. And I find people that um, are in the middle of grief can be very hard on themselves. You know, they, they want to perform like they did before they lost that loved one. And it's really important to understand that grief causes physical and psychological changes and that it's really important to be kind to yourself if you are in that process and to understand that emotions, you know, are really a lot like waves. And so when the wave hits, it might be really difficult to move through. But if you, if you allow yourself to feel and to release and to just acknowledge what it is that you're feeling, what you ultimately find is that 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 wave crests and then it ebbs. 
And so then you'll find moments of happiness or what have you. And so I know a lot of times people turn to mediums as sort of the solution to their grief, and we certainly can be part of the process. But my word of wisdom would be if there are listeners out there that are in the grieving process to just be kind to yourself and allow the process to be what it will be. Beautiful advice. And, Kathy, what would you like to share with the listeners? Well, they can, you know, connect with me through my website, intuitivecat.com. It's I-N-T-U-I-T-I-V-E-K-A-T.com. And they can also connect with me through angelmessenger.net, um, as well as, of course, the Mediums at Large Facebook page and Mediums at Large email. So um have a lot of irons in the fire, so to speak. You know, I was kind of doing the same thing Gina was talking about, is kind of thinking, what would my words of wisdom be? And, you know... In the life that I was raised in, or the life that I chose to be raised in, because I believe that um, at this point in my lifetime, it's I really am about empowerment for people out there, whether they're male, female, um, it doesn't matter. Um, I, you know, there's been a lot of judgment in my lifetime being placed on me, and pressures being placed on me to be somebody that I was not. And so I think it's interesting when I look at my own life thinking that I chose to use my voice in, like, many different ways because I always had a feeling of not being heard and a lot of times in my life not being seen. So, you know, I work with kids that are psychic um, and healers, and that's, like, one of my passions is to work with them because I don't want them to go through what I went through in my lifetime of seeing spirits and, and people not understanding and not believing or being an empath. And as Drew said, because I got told that a lot, I was called Sarah Bernhardt in my family and that was a very dramatic actress back in the day in case <laughs> in case I'm really aging myself and people don't know who she is um but you know what I want to tell everybody out there is just be who you are if this feels right to you don't let don't let anyone sway you from the path because I will tell you it's an amazing feeling when you get to the place where you're like oh my gosh like Drew had said again you know oh my gosh this is where I'm meant to be this this is you know I mean I I sang for many years I thought that's what my path was and then when that ended, I was devastated and went through, like, an amazing process on its own, another transformation. And, you know, when I got to this path, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. You know, and not that you 100% know where you are or where you're going, because you know how spirit is about that. <laughs> but um, and I, and I love that. I love that. I love tra- I look forward to transformation now for me. So, you know, just words, be who you are. Be true to yourself. If this is the path you want to choose, find great people that you connect with. Find mediums that you connect with that speak to you. If the Long Island medium speaks to you, then by all means, watch her. Learn from her. Watch how she works. Watch how she connects. You know, things like that. Take classes. You know, I can't say it enough. Walk your path. Walk your path, speak your truth, and be who you are. Beautiful, beautiful. And and those are words I would have spoken myself, Kathy. So, I I am very grateful to each one of you for taking your time out of your schedule to join me on the Shelley Wilson Show today to share more about your journey and more about the upcoming event that you'll be offering once again June 5th in Saratoga Springs, New York. You can visit DrewCalley.com and also BrownPaperTickets.com to purchase those tickets in advance as seating is limited. So thank you, Drew, Kim, Gina, and Kathy, for sharing your time, your love, and your words of wisdom today with us all. Thank you, Shelley. Thank you, Shelley. Thank you. Thank you, you, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Well, listeners, this concludes today's segment of the Shelley Wilson Show. 
Until next time, remember, this is your time. I encourage you to live an authentic life, be the best you can be, and love yourself in the process. Much love and many blessings to each of you.